I'm a disgrace to them, Ezra. A traitor. But that's not true. To them, it is. You don't know. No one does. I don't want to talk about these things. How can I lead my people? How can I go back there and face them? I'm sorry, Sabine. At least you have parents to go back to. Ezra... Welcome to Reaction Core, where we react to and analyze Star Wars past and present. These Reaction Core episodes are special editions of Children of the Force, which is a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nawatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm ten. I'm Liam, and I'm seven, eight. I'm eight. You're eight. Mm-hmm. I'm That's eight. Right. Does this show not say I'm eight? Yep. So you are eight now, so happy belated birthday. We gave you a happy b- early birthday last week, and now we're giving you a happy belated birthday. Can we do a so. happy belated birthday song again? Oh, I don't think we need to sing happy birthday again. Sure. We did it twice in one episode last... Okay, now we're not going to do it. Huh? I'm sorry. No. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> no. There's, there's a such thing as too much happy birthday songs. <laughs> We've reached the limit. We reached the limit last episode. It's All right. Two. So today we're going to be talking about the latest Rebels episode, Trials of the Darksaber, which we just finished watching like 10 minutes ago. Uh, But before we get to that episode, a bit of quick news that's pretty darn big and just dropped today on Monday as we record this. Uh, I was in a classroom full of infants and toddlers who could care less about this news. But lucky for me, there was this one older sibling uh, hanging out with me today. Uh, an older sibling of a younger kid. And uh, before class, uh, we were talking all about Rogue One and Clone Wars and uh, all that stuff. And he just loves talking about Star Wars. And that was super fun. And uh, and then during class, I just happened to look at my phone. And I got to tell him, at least because he cared. He was the only one in the room who did, of course. Uh, this, new, this news that dropped, uh, which was the title of the next Star Wars movie. <laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh, I've been waiting so long for this. What is it? Well, let's guess one more time. If you had to guess what it was, what would you say it is, Anna? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Skywalker's been revealed. I don't know. What is it? Okay, I'll give you two words and I'll see if you can figure out the third, okay? Uh Uh-huh. It's a three-word title. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. The Last... Jedi. Yes, you're right, Liam. The Last Jedi. How is that? Episode 8, The Last Jedi. (laughs) That's a little ominous, huh? That's a little like, oh, The Last Jedi. So what do you think about this title, Liam? I think that Luke Skywalker is going to die in the movie. So you think that 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 would be The Last Jedi, like when Luke's gone? Uh-huh, right. Ray would be the last Jedi. Well, does does Luke teach Ray how to be a Jedi though? That's the question, right? Like maybe Luke is the last of that line. 
and and then Ray is just a good force user and she doesn't belong to the religion of Jedi, right? Like it's kind of a religion, right? So maybe that's what they're saying, right? Like the Sith are gone. Right? When Vader killed the Emperor and then died because of it, right? Anna, the Sith are, uh-huh. are no more. So we still have dark side users. We have I'm assuming Kylo some Ren? Sure, Kylo Ren, Snoke, I'm assuming, you know, uh probably some night sisters kicking around in the galaxy still. I don't know. You know, there's other people who use the force that use it for good and use it for evil. And, uh, so maybe uses it for good. Right. So who, who is not an actual Jedi? She ain't no Jedi. So who is the last Jedi? Do we think it's Luke? Luke. Ray. So so a lot of people are, are making the comment. And I had this thought too, that remember Jedi can be singular or plural. So maybe there is a group of people who are the last Jedi. They are the last Jedi, right? All of them are the last Jedi, right? The last group of Jedi. So I don't know. That's tricky. That is tricky, right? So it doesn't really tell us too much, the last Jedi, because it could mean that there's a lot of them left and that, but they're just the last ones, you know, maybe there's 10 or seven. Or 90. Or 90. Sure. (laughs) That could be. All right. Well, let's get on. Uh, well, we'll find out in 325 days when The Last Jedi is in the theaters. Uh, December 15th, 2017. Oh, so, oh, I'm sure we will. All right. Speaking of, uh, of like days and when things happen, on February 2nd, it will be two years since we recorded our very first episode, episode zero of Children of the Force. Pretty cool. So our second anniversary? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty awesome yeah i'm pretty happy about that maybe we'll do that uh giveaway uh in honor of our second anniversary let's do it all right well let's get on to our reaction and let's talk about trials of the dark saber the episode starts out with fen rao talking with kanan about the dark saber right and this is the clip that we saw uh earlier on the um Rebels Recon, right? Uh, and we learned that the Darksaber was created over a thousand years ago by Tar Vizsla, the first Mandalorian Tar, Jedi. right? Uh, Tar, T-A-R. Tar. Well, he Tar kind of, Vizla. he has an accent, right? So he's, it's, his name is Tar, T-A-R. But he kind of said like pronounced Tar, it, Tar Vizsla. Tar right? Um, but he says he's the first Mandalorian Jedi, which means there probably were more Mandalorian Jedi. Makes sense. Uh, and he was a member of House Vizsla. And House Vizsla used to rule all of Mandalore. And uh, they they ruled Mandalore wielding this blade that they stole from the Jedi Temple and brought back to Mandalore and used it as, as a symbol, right? I mean, like, the blade didn't have some magical power that, that caused them to to rule Mandalore, right? It's not like people couldn't fight against them because they had the, the, the blade, right? Like the saddle knife. Oh, sure. <laughs> <Nobody> <laughs> well, people who've read his dark materials know what Anna's talking about. The subtle knife keeps the specters away. And yeah, that's true. Um, so, but, uh, but yeah, the different, different, uh, different story there, yeah. Anna. Um, so, so it's interesting to me though, because the dark saber does not have magical powers uh, more than any other lightsaber does. I suppose it kind of does a little bit because uh, we learn that the wielder can actually affect the blade in this episode, uh, but mostly it's just a symbol, and 
you know, it made me think about symbols in our own world that are like this, you know, the symbols that have this, this power. When you think of like the flag, like the American flag, right? It's just a piece of cloth, but it means things to people, right? It means a lot, you know, because it symbolizes the country. It symbolizes the sacrifices that people have made, right? But it is just a piece of cloth. To some people, it symbolizes oppression. It symbolizes uh, genocide of Native Americans. It symbolizes horrible things the American government has done. So some people uh, in, in protest might burn an American flag, right? And uh, in the past, people have tried to make that illegal, right? Um, but it's a symbol. So it has meaning, like the, the Christian cross is another symbol, right? This very important symbol to Christians. And, and there's a lot of those things. There's a lot of crosses. There's a lot of flags. There's not just one of them, right? But there's one Darksaber. And I was trying to think of a symbol in our world where there's just one of them uh, that's that important. And I think maybe maybe it's mostly places um, and religion. The Lincoln Memorial, sure, you know, like it's a place. Um, I don't know about a thing that as long as you have this thing, you are the ruler. It reminds me a little bit of Excalibur. Do you guys remember the, I think you watched yeah. that movie a long time ago, The Sword and the Stone, right? Where only the person who is worthy to rule could take the sword out of the stone. Yeah, I know right? that story. So, so the Darksaber reminds me of Excalibur quite a bit. But yeah, so we learned that the, the, the sword is this very important symbol to Mandalore. And I love that there's this shot of Sabine in her cabin, and, and the shot starts with that portrait. Anna, you, you said, oh, cute. Right? You really like the, like the family portrait of the rebel crew, right? The ghost crew. But it was uh, in this, like, like um, kind of um, kiddish yeah, style, cartoony, yeah. which was really cute. Yeah, kind of like how she did that painting bubbly. of uh, Bubbly. Yeah. Was that you said? It was yeah, Bubbly. It was a bubbly, bubbly style, yeah. She remember in, in season one, she did that painting of uh, Zeb falling on Ezra? <laughs> Zeb's bunk falling down. Was <laughs> uh, and it was the same kind of style, yeah. you know, really, really uh, fun uh, kind of comic style. Um, kind of like um, wavy. Wavy, okay, sure. Uh, but it really is cool because it shows like it shows us her family, her current family, and then it pans down to her just sitting on her bed alone, and she seems to know what's coming. She seems to know definitely like this conversation is she, coming. Like, goes into the yeah. like the main place she's like i'm not doing it i'm not which, doing it like, yeah. which means she's not taking i'm not doing it yeah they didn't even say anything she's like no <laughs> uh no it's a great uh hero's journey moment right that's part of the hero's journey is rejecting the the cause you know rejecting the call saying no i won't do this like when ray runs away from maz Kanata's castle or when luke says uh you know, I can't, it's all so far away from here. I can't fight the empire, you know? And Obi-Wan says, that's your uncle talking, right? Like they, there's usually in this hero's journey, there's a time where the hero says, no, I can't do it. Right. And then they find out that, yes, you actually can. And uh, it's going to be hard, but you'll do it. Um, oh, Luke does it all the time. <laughs> Luke does what all the time? Fights the empire. Oh, well, yeah. It's, it becomes his life's cause at least until after Return of the Jedi. Maybe that's part of, like, his problem, right? He doesn't have a thing to fight against. And, uh, the Jedi Luke, become... Maybe the Jedi become lazy. He has one, but he actually does. Oh, No, sure. he does know. Does he know? I'm almost positive. Mm. Well, he can use the Force. So, Sabine says, I have a family here on this ship. 
I don't need them. She's talking about her family and, and Mandalore like in general. Her actual family. Her blood family, right. right? And it's really cool that she sees the ghost crew as her family. Um, but I feel like that's for kind of self-preservation reasons, probably. Like, at first it maybe started out like she needed a, uh, uh, some people to depend on because she didn't have her family anymore, right? Um, but I mean, I think the relationship became real, definitely, you know, like you live with people long enough and, and you get along with them. Anna, you have something to say? Because Hera said, um, mm. like, do you remember how long it took for her to trust us? Yeah, wasn't that cool? Yeah, it was. It added a lot of history there, didn't it, that we didn't even know about. But yeah, it kind of makes sense, I guess, huh? Mm-hmm. That, that she wouldn't maybe I trust wouldn't them trust at first. I trust anyone if my family betrayed. Or right. if my family thought I betrayed them and just I just went off on my own, I wouldn't trust anyone until I actually got to know them. You know, it's really interesting because uh, in this way, Sabine and Ahsoka are very alike. Right? So, uh, Ahsoka's family betrayed her. Her family of the Jedi betrayed her. Or they thought that she was betraying them and they kicked her out. Right? That's very similar to what happened with Sabine. Right? So, interesting. Um, so Hera asks Sabine to rally an army of Mandalorian troops to their cause. That's a big ask. That's a big thing yeah, to ask it is. of somebody. Especially, I mean, Sabine's like, I don't even think she's 20 yet. You know, she's pretty young. I think um, she's like 15, 16. Mm, she's probably maybe 19, 20 now. She's older than Ezra, and Ezra's yeah. probably 16 or 17 by now. 16, maybe. Yeah. So, but she wants to get these Mandalorian troops to strike against the Empire on Lothal, she says specifically, right? Like, we need these troops. They would really be helpful in our attack on the Empire on Lothal, right? <laughs> because, remember, they're building those new TIE defenders on Lothal. That's what the Empire's doing. Remember, that's what we found out in that one episode, that they're building those those three-winged TIE fighters, those TIE Which defenders. Which one? The one with, um, what's his The name? one where Morad Sumar died, remember, Ezra's friend, with when Thrawn was there, and uh, where we find out that Callus is Fulcrum. speeders. Oh, that or, one. Or Callus, yeah, Callus helps them, yeah. Speeders, right, but they're also building those TIE, tie defenders, and the TIE defenders have... Uh, hyperspace capabilities and shields remember so they said like uh if the empire makes a bunch of these we're done like they're gonna tear our fleet to pieces so so they they want the mandalorians to help them strike against the empire on lothal which i think is what we're uh we're seeing is gonna happen you know uh, that's what we'll see at the end of this season i'm assuming so yeah it's pretty important so so kanan is going to train sabine on how to use this Darksaber, right? And when he's training her, did you guys notice that he kind of slipped into this British accent a little bit? Nope. No, you didn't. Liam, did you notice? Kanan sounded different? No. Really? Oh, it kind of bothered me a little bit. Like, I wish they would have explained it. I have a feeling, I don't know, like, like when he says, in, uh, when he beats her kind of uh, at first, and he says, and that's your head, right? He doesn't, like, say it like Kanan. He's like, he doesn't say, and that's your head. He's like, and that's your head. He sounds kind of almost like Obi-Wan. I think. I do he not He slips hear into that. this. He slips into this Obi-Wan accent a little bit. And it makes me wonder if, like, uh, Depa Balaba had that kind of accent. So, sort of like how Hera slips into that French accent when she's talking with her dad. Uh, that, that, you know, native... Uh, uh, native Twi'lek I accents. don't really realize accents in Star Wars. Oh, really? Hmm. 
Unless it's like a really strong one and oh. I see them a lot. But well, with Hera, that was super obvious when she was talking to her dad and she like was arguing with him and she, I don't remember. Oh, you don't remember, but yeah, you would know it if you heard it. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's just it's interesting to me that Kanan has this. Uh, his voice sounds different. I'm assuming it was intentional. I mean, Freddie Prince Jr. is a you know professional guy. He's not gonna just accidentally have a different accent when he's being Kanan. So uh, I wonder if he's talked about that anywhere. Hmm. They didn't talk Kanan about it in reaction. Recon. In reaction, yeah, Re Rebels Recon, right? They did not talk about that in Rebels Recon because I already watched that too. We can watch hmm. that after we record. Yeah. Also, I want to just apologize to the listeners. I'm kind of froggy today. Uh, my voice. My, I got a sore throat. How are you, froggy? My voice sounds, I sound like a frog. I can go like this, and I sound like <laughs> a frog. So, Ezra teaching Sabine the lightsaber forms is just adorable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so first there's step one, and uh -huh. then it's two. Yeah. <laughs> then it's three. So, it's basically like teaching her, like, so this is what you have to do first. Mm. Like, he's like teaching a toddler right? ABCs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting, but you know it's really hard for Sabine to accept that, right? Like, have you ever had to be taught something by someone who's younger than you? Is someone yeah, younger than I you? Yeah, once I got a math problem wrong and Liam corrected it for me. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> that that happens, right? And we just have to accept that sometimes people who are younger than us know more about other things. That's okay, and you just gotta swallow your pride and accept the help, right? Yeah. So Fen Rao shows up and gives uh, Sabine. Some Mandalorian VAM braces. V-A-M. VAM braces. Which I guess are what those are called. <laughs> and they have the grappling line and so paralyzing darts. Cool. <laughs> yes. Oh, they also have this like echoey thing. The repulsor. That comes out and like yeah. pushes someone. Yeah. Like the force almost. Right. And then the the um the lightning, the zap thingy comes yep. out and like twirls around something and brings it closer almost like they're pulling it with the force right which is so cool it is really cool those are sort of like yeah, the, that's um, the grappling line the grappling line i think is what that is yeah um it reminded me of the uh, the 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 whips that the zygerian slavers use in the clone wars remember this nope. those light whips <gasps> yeah. Yeah. yeah i thought we saw something yellowish more like that in something yeah it was probably the clone wars zygerian slavers are the Zygerian little guys? The cat guys. They're the, the slavers. The ones who who enslave Obi-Wan and Anakin and Ahsoka. Remember that? I don't remember them, but I remember the whips. Oh, okay. All right. Do they kind of look like cats. Do you mean those little guys? Nope. I do not mean the Lerman. Oh. <laughs> what are the Lerman? <laughs> the little guys with the, like, just the ropes. They roll. Right? If they want to move fast, they can roll. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't remember. It's been a while. I know. Clone Wars. I only remember long arcs. Yeah, it's been a while since we've uh, since we watched the Clone Wars. Start watching through that again. Yeah! <laughs> That's more of a summer thing. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, she, she uses that. Oh, yeah, so this is the repulsor thing, right? Like, is that, that's how speeders work, right? They use a repulsor to, to kind of hover off the ground. So is that the same technology that she has in those van braces? And instead of, like, using it to hover, she uses it to push someone away with that same kind of technology that allows the things to hover off the ground? I think it might be. That's Maybe. really cool. Uh, and it's, it's this really cool way of, like, acting like a Jedi but not being one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 
I wish I could have one. It looks yeah. like it looks like you're like if you went if you went like this, yeah. push the button, it would look like you're using the force. Yeah, like you're force pushing someone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh it's pretty cool. And it would also be easier because mm. with the force you have to learn how to do it. Mm. But then with that you can just push things. True. <laughs> and bring things to you. But also the force has more upsides. Mm, it does. Like Unless... you can lift things up while well, there's mm. probably something on that that can lift things up. Maybe. So Sabine beats Ezra a little bit there and then ties up Kanan, but he, of course, breaks out of that really quick and tells her these tricks will amount to something, maybe save you from time to time, but they won't keep you alive in the long run. Only training and discipline will do that. <laughs> That's how he says it. And and he's, when he says it, you can hear the pain in his voice, right? Because how did Kanan survive? How did Caleb Doom survive when his master was killed? Training and discipline, right? I mean, he's thinking, like, you need to learn how to help yourself if without these tricks. I die. Maybe, right? Uh, it's interesting, like, we didn't see Kanan train Ezra that much. Right? We didn't see a lot of that. And I like, almost I, wish I, I we would have seen like this kind of thing with Ezra a little bit more. But but I also am really glad we're seeing it with Sabine. What's up, Anna? The start of a lot of episodes in um, season one and two, mm-hmm. a lot of them, like about half of them, were starting with like training. Mm, yeah. And then it just goes on to like another mission. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. So we saw we saw maybe just a little bit. Oh, like what's at the end where yeah. he gets her the lightsaber mm-hmm. and they start fighting. Yeah. They start practicing. Yeah. And then they start almost actually trying and then Sabine starts almost tr- actually trying to hurt him. Uh it seems like that, doesn't it? Well we're gonna Is go through that? the episode. We're gonna talk about that in a little bit, okay? We're oh. kinda going through chronologically, so okay. but yeah, that's a good point. We'll we'll talk about it. So Sabine stalks off. She's like, ugh, I'm out of here. And she ends up sitting on Bendu's knuckle, right? Or on his foot or something like that. She actually kicks it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> she does. She kicks it, walks away, and then we yeah. see that's the Bendu. And, and, what it, and she also looks at a sunset, doesn't she? She looks at a sunset, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, kind of like Luke, huh? huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No swelling music you know, when she looks at the sunset. But, like, but there is some music. But what if that that would be that would be kind of cool um but i i do have to say though the music though in this episode like sabine's theme that is like i think oh that unless i listen for a know it right if you listen to the episode like again i think you'd you'd notice it more i only notice it when i'm listening to the music when i'm actually trying to hear it Mm, yeah, I, I think that this will be like another one of Kevin Kiner's greatest hits, like the Ahsoka theme. Like I think Sabine's theme, I can see this being something that plays with just a uh, pan flute at the end of an episode, at the end of season four or something. Like something that that emotional that connects How many to. That gonna I don't know. I don't know. There's gonna be a fourth, but uh, I, I that might be it. Fifteen. There will not be. Uh, <laughs> no. The highest they'll get is probably seven. I I think the highest they'll get is five. But that's ah! just me. <laughs> hey, there's gonna Once be something new. Ten. So Yay! ten would be oh, Daddy, too much they, probably. Didn't didn't you say on the news? Mm-hmm. I don't think you did say on the news, but you what? told us 
that um uh that there there might be a TV show in the middle of hmm. episode six, Wait, six and, and episode seven. seven. Yeah, no, I, I think that's just a just kind of a, an idea that people have. Like, there's no news about that, but uh, it seems like that would be what would happen. But we'll see. Okay. We don't. We don't know. Uh, so, so Ezra comes and talks to Sabine, right? And they have a pretty emotional conversation. Uh, but Sabine still doesn't tell Ezra what's wrong between her and her family. He says, like, she can't talk about it. She doesn't want to talk about it. And she doesn't want the responsibility that comes with the Darksaber, right? And She wants it, but she doesn't want the responsibility that right. comes with it. But she also knows she that she should, she should take on that responsibility. That's hard, right? When you know you should do something, but you don't want to do it, but you know it's the right thing to do. That's like... And that's like most, you know, hard decisions in our lives. That's what they are. Um, hmm. Interesting, because Kylo says that too, right? I know what I have to do, but I don't know Kyle. if I have the courage to do it. So he's that, 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 that's that villain's journey again, right? Where it's not a, he's not a hero. It's a journey toward villainy instead of heroism. Yeah. And then Kanan and Hera have that super emotional conversation too, right? Which is almost like two parents talking about what's best for their kid. And Kanan's like, she's not ready for the saber. And Hera's like, just give it to her. You know, you got to give her responsibility. Otherwise, she'll, she'll never grow up. You know, And he's like, I don't want her to grow up. <laughs> he doesn't say that, of course. But uh, yeah, at that point uh, in the episode, the first time I watched it, and the second time I watched it, uh, my eyes started to get moist at those two scenes. My eyes started to moisten. I did not like need, your I did eyes not, started to tear up. I did not need eye drops at that point because they were plenty moist. Uh, right. What I, are did, eye I did not need it. <laughs> it's just little little moisteners. Right. Yes, Anna. I started to tear up a little bit there because those two scenes were like, ugh, really great conversations. And then Sabine comes back to the group after being gone a long time. Okay. And uh and she finally, you know, she walks up to Kanan. They both apologize to each other. And then Kanan gives her the Darksaber. Yes, Anna? My theory is that she talked to the Bendu. Oh, you think she did? Yes. Well, that's interesting that you say that because... I think the Bendu, like, when she touched the Bendu, mm -hmm. the Bendu kind of felt her emotions. Sure. So she knew what he, she... How could she have talked with the Bendu? How couldn't she have talked with the Bendu? We never see her talk with the Bendu. That's true. She walks away. Well, oh, but right. she was but gone she for a long time after, so right. she probably sure. she might have. True. So, um, so I listened to this uh, podcast called Rebels Chat with Jonah Marie Macias and her mom, Maria. And it's really great. And they review every Rebels episode. Uh, and Jonah Marie... Uh, asked the question because I asked on Twitter if anyone had any questions for us and uh, she replied and she said do you think the Bendu spoke with Sabine well yes well, I yes, do Anna does. and, uh, and uh, Jonah Marie also says I like to think they talked but what are your thoughts so she thinks that, that Sabine and the Bendu talked Liam do you think Sabine and the Bendu talked yeah, yeah? Uh, no. no okay so the thing is Sabine like stands up and starts to walk away and we don't see her but we see the Bendu getting up. And 
you know, the Bendu's not that quiet. Like, when, he's, when he starts moving, like, rock, huge boulders start falling down, right? You would think Sabine would hear that. She's only, like, a second off screen. So, right. And also, how would she, like, not realize that something is standing up behind her? <laughs> like, literally, if she was just, like, off the screen for a second uh-huh. and she heard something, she would turn around. I think she would, too. I think she would, too. Um, I am undecided. I honestly think that it's very possible that they didn't talk. But I think because she was gone so long and when she came back, she seemed... Like, like, different. Like, she had had a long conversation with somebody, right? And finally so, decided what she was going to do. Right. So, I think, honestly, yeah. I Actually, I think she spoke with the Bendu, too. Yep. Which is interesting, because I think up until now, it seems like I would not think that the Bendu would talk to someone who doesn't have the Force. Right? It seems like he would just talk to people who have the Force. I don't know. But, honestly, part of me thought that... Kanan was going to reveal to Sabine in this episode that she was a force user. Like, I thought he might even say that to her. How cool would that, I don't know. That. I could still see that happening, actually. Would be. <laughs> Mind-blowing. <laughs> I've, I've heard, because people have had issues with how, um, how acrobatic Sabine is. How she can jump from really high space. She's just uh, had a lot of training about and That's what I think, that. too. I think it's fine. But some people have taken issue with it. I think saying that she actually is a force user without realizing it would would uh, would you know solve that problem that people have. But whatever. She doesn't have but to be a force But then they user. would also have to change the script altogether. Would they? They would have to... Get in Sabine st- starting to use the force. Oh, they right. would have to it would, it would put really a little change. bit more of Sabine in there. That's true. Well, that's fine, right? I think Sabine's going to be a big part of the true, but the show I don't know. Forward. It would be really cool, but I also don't. I think it's fine the way it is. I, I would. So I'm glad that Sabine doesn't have the force. I'm yeah. glad that she's just a really cool female character that has a lot of. Training and guns and she's an awesome, acrobatic stuff. She's an awesome normal. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, right. So, so they start fighting, and what does Kanan say about the dark saber? He says, and I typed this out because I think it's really important. He says, "Your thoughts, your actions, they become energy. They flow through the crystal. They flow through the crystal as well, and become part of the blade." Sabine's thoughts. Flow through a kyber crystal and become part of a blade. That is really cool. That is cool. Which that means that you don't... It means she has the force. Well, you don't... I think everybody has the force. I mean, he says that to Hera, right? All living beings They They just the know force. how to... They just <clears throat> know, have to know how to use it. Kind if they're of. stronger with mm. it, they know how to use... They should learn how to use it. If they're not so strong with it, then they they should just have a regular life. Sure. So I think Sabine is not a force user. But she has some force ability. Everybody does, right? But she's not like a Jedi. She's never going to be a Jedi. She's never going to be someone who can lift an object with her mind. But because she has midichlorians in her body, and because her thoughts have an energy to them, they flow through the kyber crystal that she is holding and become part of the blade, which is so cool. Yes, it is. (laughs) That's really cool. That means when Han Solo ignited Luke Skywalker's lightsaber on Hoth and cut that tauntaun open. <laughs> <laughs> His thoughts 
actually became part of that blade. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Wow. Uh, Pablo, that would be very weird. Yeah, Pablo did say on Twitter that Han Solo has the Force. But then again, everybody does. Right. right? Yeah, everyone so. does. <laughs> I think on a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being Yoda, I think Sabine would be... One. Four or five. Oh, wow. One. Well, so maybe a rock would be one because he says the force flows through everything. No, a rock would be zero. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, point, she might be three or four. Point one, yeah. Or 4.5. So honestly, I always kind of assumed that the Darksaber didn't use a kyber crystal. I thought it was some sort of different type of lightsaber because it just doesn't seem kybery, you know? The blade is all black no, and electricity. Oh, it's also kind of, it's flat. It's not like yeah, a yeah, rounded thing. Yeah. It's more Guess flat. What? When so, it hits the lightsaber, yeah. I noticed that it sends off this little shock. Yeah, the other yeah that was That's cool. A, None other lightsabers do that. True, exactly. The, Maybe it was a different one? type of kyber crystal. Oh, Maybe it's not a kyber crystal at all. Well, he says. Maybe it's like a scientific, like someone made a kyber crystal out of a bunch of different things and said, this is going Mm. in this, and then they turned it on and it was like, well, this is cool. It's a dark saber. Well, Kanan says that her thoughts flow through the crystal. He doesn't say kyber crystal, but I think we can assume it is a kyber. But maybe it's just, you know... And how is it different? Well, the lightsaber is constructed differently, right? So the energy is focused in a different way, possibly. I don't know. I feel like I know how lightsabers work because we have that that one book, I mean, it's Legends now, but it gives that diagram of what an inside of a lightsaber looks like. And actually, there's, like, canon versions of that, too, with, like, Kylo's lightsaber showing you how Kylo's works and how it looks in the, the Force Awakens visual guide. And that looks very similar to this cross-section in this uh, lightsaber book that we checked out from the library, which is Legends, like I said, but um, but I think some of the the nuts and bolts of the inside of a lightsaber are the same. So last night as I was watching this after you kids went to bed, um, because I was writing the notes down as I was watching, uh, but at this point in the episode, when they start fighting with the darksaber and, uh, and the lightsaber... I just stopped taking notes. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even consciously stop. I just didn't take them anymore and I just kind of let the fight wash over me and uh uh rebels made me just like completely I lost it last night you guys. Like like tears were going down my face watching this this scene when and I think it's Tia Sirkar's delivery as Sabine and and how the emotion in her voice it was so good. Well, they weren't fighting. Um, I don't think they weren't trying to hurt each other. And it seemed like Kanan was being mean to her, kind of. Like um, saying, You ran away. He was, he was he was pushing on her like he was pushing. Like, you need to do better. You gotta you gotta fight me. You and, gotta learn how to use this. But also then he's like, You ran away, didn't you? Right? Like or that's what your family thinks, you know, what are you running from? Or, you know, uh you're fighting yourself. You're not fighting me, you're fighting yourself, you know? So he was trying to get her to to admit what her problem is, exactly, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, when she started talking about what, you know, what the deal is with her family, it was like, it was like Sabine was a bottle of Coke, and she'd been shaken up for the last two and a half seasons, right? And this episode, they took the cap off, and the bottle of Coke just went... <laughs> 
right? And squirted everywhere, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like, all of a sudden we know Sabine, and, and, and we know why she is the way she is. But kind of, we uh, still don't know who her family is. Well, we don't know yet, but we know what happened with her family, right? Right. Um, they joined the Empire, Arlo. Well, they then, they stayed with the Empire. Arlo, is that? Marquiso when? Kiso, Marquiso. I don't mm. know. And her brother. What's her brother's name? Because she said she had a brother too. She said my mother, my father, my brother. They all turned their back on me. Yeah, but she did it to protect them. What she did. Mm. Um, you know, it was interesting because uh, I've been listening to, like I said, to uh, Rebels chat with Joan Marie Macias and her mom, and they always make the point that even these episodes that we've had that don't seem to really contribute to the story, like Iron Squadron, maybe, or um, you know, some of the episodes people say they're just they're pointless, but uh, but they always talk about how you know these episodes are planting the seeds that are going to bear fruit in the future, right? Like, uh, even, even the episodes that don't seem like maybe they're, they have to do with the big story, right? Um, eventually they're going to pay off. And I think this episode, this episode proves what they've been saying all along, you know, on, on Rebels chat. Um, and, uh, I think we, you know, we do all, we do well to remember that the next time we come across an episode that we're like, eh, you know, I wasn't a huge fan. I say that a little bit too easily, I think, and uh, uh, I think Rebels Chat is a great podcast if you if you want really in depth uh, discussions. Her mom, oh, her mom is awesome. Uh, she always just drops these huge truth bombs, you know, just like imparting this wisdom that is so fun to listen to. Um, yeah. So, okay. So, what did we learn here? Right, Sabine and Kanan are fighting. While they're doing that, Sabine's talking about what happened. Sabine made weapons for the Empire. And now I don't know if that means she helped design the weapons, or she was like in the factory that was making them. It seemed like maybe she helped design these weapons. But she was making them for her people. But then the Empire came in and used them against mm, Mandalore. No, she was making them for the Empire. What? But I don't think she thought they'd be used on her own people. And then they were. And she spoke up against the Empire. But her family chose the Empire over her. Which is, like, sad. Why? Why would you choose the Empire over your family? The Empire who destroyed your planet. I know. Why? You know what it reminds me of, Anna? And you might, you, because you've read the book, you'll be able to... Empathize with this. It reminds I me of Lost Stars. That is exactly and, what I thought. And Sienna's family, who <gasps> they value honor above all else, right? Kind of like the Mandalorians. They're all about honor. And and Sienna's family, they refuse to speak out against the Empire because they're the government. You know, they're the people who are in charge. And and it's dishonorable to speak against your government, right? Even though they see and are affected by the horrible things the Empire does. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think maybe that's it. Maybe that's why they think, "Gosh, oh, you know, Sabine, you're just being a, you're just being a kid who doesn't know any better, and this is just the way it is." And don't speak up against the government because there's no way you can win. So we're gonna stand against, we're gonna stand against you and with the government because that's really where the power is, and we don't want to give up our power, right? People think that the governments are supposed to be respected, 
but it's the other way around. You know, we don't work for the government. We don't kneel to our government and bow to them. We don't do what the government tells us to do. Government is there to work for us, right? Government is there to serve us. We don't serve the government. We are here to tell the government what to do because we are the government. We make it up. At least that's the way it should be. That's actually a good thing to say right now. (laughs) A really good thing. Yes. Your birthday wasn't the only thing, Liam, that happened in between... (sighs) In between our last episode yes. and this episode. But. But what? But I don't know. Trump supporters are probably listening. You can say what you want to say. You have your own voice. But my birthday. The inauguration was going out and probably non-Trump supporters, people who don't support Trump, mm-hmm. they probably are sad. So my birthday is a good thing to take away the sadness for non-Trump support. Right, you had a birthday party at your school on Friday, mm-hmm. on Inauguration Day, and it was nice to have a reason to celebrate on that day, because your school is it's full of people who don't support Trump. So um, so it was nice to have kind of that distraction and that, that cause to celebrate. Yes, Anna? Um, like Daddy said, Liam's like Luke Skywalker, bringing joy to people. <laughs> no, I think it's Anakin, right? Doesn't doesn't his mom say? Doesn't she say you you bring hope to those who have none? Oh right! right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's you know that's something you kids can do is bring hope to people who have none. So so that's what makes an empire an empire, basically, right? Is mm-hmm. is that you know people serve an empire, you know? But we are a democracy. You know, the the government is elected by us to serve us to to represent our interests right and and it's true that some people in in our country and in you know across the world right they they want their government to do things that we disagree with right some people in our country want our government to kick out people who aren't like them right but we have other laws we have our you know, laws that that defend against that right so the problem is when the government starts making laws that that take away those protections of, of their own citizens, right? People who live here. So, um, that's when, that's when a democracy starts becoming more like an empire and we don't want that to happen. So we want our, our government to serve us and not the other way around. And I think that's what happened with Mandalore to bring it back to star Wars. Uh, you know, uh, Mandalore serves the empire. And it's and it, it and the empire rules through fear, right? So I'm sure Sabine's family was very afraid to stand against the empire. They didn't have the courage that Sabine had. So basically, they're worse than Sabine. What do you mean worse? Because I don't. I think true. I'm not sure if I would have the courage. Exactly. That Sabine had. I mean, you know, like you can kind of you can kind of see their point of view. It's hard to stand up, you know, especially if like I it wouldn't could mean stand that, up. I would just hide and not join them. But, uh, yeah, yeah. And then if well, I had to stand up, I would. If we, ha- if we have to, we do, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it, how it goes. Locked away. You might be, yeah. In, in hiding, not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Better than well, fighting death by her and killing people. Oh, of you course. You have to kill people when you're in that empire. So, well, what I'm saying is you should... 
join a cause, mm-hmm. the empire or different, mm-hmm. instead of hiding mm. and letting people be destroyed and killed by the empire. Interesting. So it's better to pick a side than no side at all. But because if you pick the empire, picks- you can try to do some good within the empire. Is that what you're thinking, Liam? Like Galen did, kind of? Yeah. Hmm. But if no one picked nothing, mm-hmm. then there would be no one on the good side, no one on the bad side. But Then it, it would just be balanced. Is it possible to choose nothing? Yes, it is. I mean, like, when you have... Yes, it is when you have a, a an option between, like, you know, join this group of people or this group of people. You might say, I'll join neither. But you're still making a choice. You're still doing something by joining neither. What are you standing for? You, you can stand... No war! Right. You're standing for no war. Okay, so then you are on the side of, of, uh, of you know, peace, of no war, right? Yeah. I, I, I am a very the, the big fan of... The Rebellion are partly on that side, too. Peace. Um, yeah. That's true. They are. Uh, there's a quote uh, that I love, that I, I say quite a bit. You can't be neutral on a moving train, Right. Right? If you are on a moving train and you do nothing, then you're still on that train moving. Right? If you jump off, then you jump off. If you start running toward the back of the train and trying to, you know, or trying to convince the conductor to stop the train, then, you know, you're doing something. If you do nothing, you're still doing something. The train's still moving. Whether you do something, if you, if you don't do anything, the train will still move. True. Right? So history and, 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 you know, countries are moving trains. So... It, when you put it that way, I would probably join the rebellion. Sure, because if you don't join the rebellion, then you're basically joining just the empire. letting them. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, take yeah. everything away. That's uh, Howard Zinn. Uh, I believe it's 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 his quote. Uh, wrote the People's History of the United States. Um, yeah. So. So yeah, this is a this is a really great episode that I think is going to jump off into. Uh, well, the next episode is called Legacy of Mandalore. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rebels is actually taking a break. It's not going to air until February 18th. Well, why so. didn't you tell us that before? What do you mean? Before that the next one was called Legacy of Mandalore? Yeah, now you have, you have a month to think about what that means. <laughs> They're going to go to Mandalore. Okay? I mean, that's going to happen. Okay. So uh, I think that, that'll be the episode probably where we find out who Sabine's parents are. Pretty sure. See whatever her name is that Obi Wan. Oh, oh yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we already know that. Mm-hmm. Um, we already know that her mom's alive. That Sabine's mom is alive. Right? Yep, that's true. So it couldn't be. Seems well. We don't know that for a fact. We we assume that person she was talking to in the trailer is her mom, but we don't know that for a fact. Uh, yeah. So okay, cool. Well, I think I think we're done. Uh, any other questions or anything else you guys wanted to say about the trials of the dark saber? Yes. Okay. It was good. <laughs> it was. It was probably one of the most emotional rebels episodes uh, for me personally, and I think part of that has to do with with the whole. Uh, um, well, it's twofold, right? The uh, you know the giving giving a a, a child or a, or a young adult's a resp- responsibility, right? Kind of letting go of the idea that they're they can't handle it, right? And as a parent, I, I cry so much more at things than now that I'm a parent <laughs> because I just see, like, I see the connections 
of parenting in things so often now. So like, like Kanan and Hera are sort of like Sabine's parents in this episode, at least talking about, you know, arguing about like how much, how much responsibility do we give her? You know, how, how much do we hold back? Stuff like that. Um, but also I think this, you know, obviously because of this conversation we just had about government, um, and, uh, and a child standing up to a government when, when her own family won't and how that can create tension within a family, uh, also made me pretty emotional. Um, I'm lucky enough to have a family that, you know, supports, supports kind of my political leanings and for the most part agrees with most of them. Um, but some people have a really hard time with their families when, when they disagree, you know, could you kids imagine like, what if in four years I decide I'm going to vote to reelect Donald Trump? Like, could you imagine? Could you imagine the type of uh, stress that that would cause our family? I would right? be like, right. I know, I know, I know, and I know. You've always been not... so against it. <laughs> yeah, Why right. are you suddenly picking it's, now? It's not it's gonna not, happen. No, it's not gonna happen. But I'm just saying, and like, imagine you have to vote for um, mm. in the next four years. Maybe you'll have to vote before that when Trump's in. Because if Trump gets impeached, if Trump gets impeached, then the vice president becomes the president, unless the vice president also gets impeached. So, which is gonna happen? No, I, I don't think so. Oh, that <laughs> right. would be a anyway. Worldwide. So, really good, really good episode. Great job, rebels! And I have to say, like this, this episode, you know, it was all about characters, which is super cool, right? It was all about. There wasn't a huge plot to this. It wasn't like first they went there, then they went this. And then they, they blew up this thing and then that happened. And, you know, like it was a very, um, nice character driven Star Wars episode, which is pretty cool. And I'm, I'm so glad that you guys liked it so much because, you know, it didn't have a lot of fighting. It had a lot of like practicing, which is fun to see. Uh, practicing's hard, right? Like Anna, today you have to practice your clarinet. Yes, yeah, I do. You know, and that's not always fun. No, but but the uh, the result is is usually a really cool thing. So, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to Reaction Core, and uh, we'll catch everybody uh, next week when I think we'll be back to an uh, regular Children of the Force episode number fifty nine. All right. <gasps> so, uh, for Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Leon. And. May the, the force, force be with you. You've come a long way in a very short time. Where you go from here is up to you. But no, this family will stand by you no matter what you choose. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>